This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I am Lisa Ta here. Welcome if you have been listening or watching regularly and welcome if this is your first time. I am so happy you landed here on All Things Therapy. And today I'm going to do a solo show. I'm going to start unpacking a very complex topic having to do with eating disorders. A friend reached out to me the other day and asked if I've ever done shows on eating disorders and not formally. So I felt like I really wanted to start unpacking that and just share some of my experience in working with people having eating disorders and some of my own experience having um, body dysmorphic disorder related issues um, coming from being an athlete and just the spectrum that eating disorders span because it's very wide and and many of you listening or watching may have found yourself at some point in your life struggling or having a conflicted relationship with food it is something that we have to ingest to live so it's not optional like alcohol and drugs for example so food addictions eating disorders are something that i think touch a lot of our lives from time to time and i want to start just addressing that. This is not going to be comprehensive in any way, just a short little bite-sized episode to start unpacking this during the course of this summer. Because I think the summer is when a lot of this could come up. There's getting in bathing suits and the anxiety that causes some people, the shame around their own body image. So I thought it's a good time to begin this conversation and journey together. Before that, I want to introduce you to my recent podcast sponsor. They are delivering creativity right to your mailbox, Annie's Kit Club. And they're really unique because they're a crafting kit club. It's a yearly subscription. As my listener, they are giving you 75% off your first month to try them out, which is really significant and generous. These kits come with all of the necessary supplies and instructions. You can choose from really cool things like making jewelry, beading kits, and these kits center around making necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. There are There is a kit to make socks, to knit your own socks, and there's beautiful color patterns that you can choose from. There's also another kit where you learn to crochet an afghan. And these are blocks sent to you every month. And over the course of a year, you make these different beautiful blocks. There's a Moroccan tile block of the month and other patterns. And at the end of this year, you put them all together to make a gorgeous Afghan for yourself or a loved one. For kids ages 7 to 12, I really like this one, a young woodworker's kit. I love working with my hands as a glass artist, a welder, just making collages, kind of anything that inspires me. So this is where your kids can learn woodworking safely at a young age. There's also a general kit where you can swap around and try different activities to see which one sticks for you and you have the most interest in. And being 
creative correlates with higher levels of satisfaction and personal happiness. So again, All Things Therapy listeners get 75% off the first month of a kit subscription package. Go to Annie's Kit Clubs with an S.com. Use discount code Therapy75. It's A N N I E S Kit K I T C L U B S dot com. Discount code Therapy75. And thank you, Annie's Kit Clubs, for sponsoring All Things Therapy. Okay, back to this matter at hand of eating disorders. Eating disorders center around your personal sense of control a feeling, feeling a sense of power and control over your body. What we put in and out of our mouths, you know, should be our choice. And when, when someone grows up in a home where there's abuse, trauma that is experienced by them or witnessed by them, it sets up a dysregulation within their own bodies. And often in these households, there were these disruptions in your sense of control, especially where there was sexual abuse, domestic violence, and sometimes kids, teenagers turn to food as a way to regulate certainly their emotions. We know food can be used for comfort, as in the case with some overeating, binging type disorders, where food will be hoarded, eating to where you feel sick, and then want to and need to throw up in the case of bulimia to purge because you feel guilty, you feel shame, and you just want it out of you, that bulimia can actually replicate issues found in sexual abuse, especially if you were forced to have oral sex. This purging out is a representation of what you wanted expelled from your body. And I know that's going deep really fast, but I really want to speak to you at the deepest levels of how this disorder affects your regulation, your concept of yourself, how you feel safe in connection with others and in relationships. And it's often something that you're suffering with in silence because, you know, you're not going out in the world typically showing your eating disordered patterns to others. It's something done in secrecy. And that shame is what's really debilitating and can hurt you so deeply. That's what I've seen in in my work with with people with eating disorders. So I want to help you unpack some of this. And the first thing is to strive to have some acceptance for the body you're in and that you can definitely regain control of your body, of your life by, by slowly and progressively deciding how it is you want to feel. And I think when it comes to eating disorders, you really want to feel soothed. You want to feel comfortable. You want to feel safe in your own skin. And that isn't your experience when you've grown up in a house where there's been trauma. You don't know when the next metaphorical bomb is going to drop, for example. And so things might be quiet and calm. And on one hand, that feels really, oh, I can finally exhale and relax. And on the other hand, it's like this anxiety, this hypervigilance around, well, when is something bad going to happen again? And food can just be something easily accessible to you, unlike other coping mechanisms. So I have a lot of empathy for those of you struggling with an eating disorder, because again, food is something 
that's not optional. And I'd like to help you realign your relationship to food, realign your relationship to your body image, because I think they go hand in hand. And often when there's an eating disorder, you're not seeing your body accurately as it is, that there's a, a skewed sense of your weight that you may think that you're severely overweight when you're not. You might actually be severely underweight, but it's never enough. You always see what you might call the flaw. You might see fat. You know, we all have skin and our skin changes over time. And so it can be really hard and take a lot of time, a lot of your emotional energy being consumed with your weight, you know, multiple times a day, weighing yourself, regulating food to see what might cause less bloat over other things. And again, this being done in the privacy you know, it takes up a lot of your emotional energy and you're exhausted inside and you never really feel at peace. And eating disorders really disrupt your sense of peace. And there is absolute help for that. You definitely want to work with someone that has an understanding of eating disorders because it's not something you want to take away and say for a person with anorexia or bulimia, just start forcing food because that's the issue you're trying to get away from is being controlled. It's someone who can help you, be it a, a therapist, a program designed to help you learn how to eat in healthier ways and how to know it's okay to have some weight on your body in the case of the underweight spectrum. And in the case where your body has has an excess of weight, might have too much weight and you're not comfortable with that, how to really safely through good nutrition, through exercise, come into harmony and balance with a weight that you're more comfortable with. And our body, I think, really represents kind of what we believe is true for ourselves. Some of us might want to have more weight on us when we're feeling vulnerable and fearful as protection. You know, that's something literally you might have done in your home where there was abuse and trauma. If I put on excess weight, maybe I can protect myself from being harmed. Or maybe if I can become so small, I'm not seen and maybe I'll be overlooked in a way and, and finally be safe. So you see this connection between the mind, body and emotions. And I think you know, spirituality can be so helpful to bring into the conversation of healing from an eating disorder because spirituality is how we make sense, how we make meaning, how we find some peace around things that happen that we don't understand. Certainly abuse and trauma are two of the things that are really hard to understand in our, in our, on our earth, in our experience, especially young children, how someone could actually bring themselves to harm a little one, a vulnerable one. And it happens. And it's something that I don't know there's ever an adequate answer of this is why it happens. But what you can do is find some peace and some healing. What new meanings you want to make about yourself, that this is not your fault. This was not your fault. It wasn't about your size. It wasn't about your attractiveness. It wasn't about anything you did or didn't do. This is a problem with the perpetrator and the abuser, it resides with them, responsibility. And now that I have experienced this, that this has happened to me, what can I do about it to heal and bring myself into some more harmony and regulation with my body and with food, which I need to stay alive? And with that, I'm going to segue into my second sponsor that offers some help with this topic, BetterHelp 
Therapy has been my longtime sponsor and people don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, eating disorders, and digestive issues are indicators of stress, of something problematic going on. And there is help available to you. This kind of stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And it's really time to choose to take care of yourself and maybe try some therapy if you haven't. BetterHelp is customized, customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even chat sessions. And you can be connected to a therapist within 24 hours. You can change therapists if you don't feel a good fit. Everyone is licensed and there are practitioners available in every state. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And as my listener, you can take 10% off your first month to try them out. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash ATT. 10% off your first month to try them out and get some help for yourself. Coming back to the conversation around eating disorders and the spectrum from, you know, I was speaking moments ago about the severe spectrum of eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, where, where your life is in danger. And some people are actually on life support because they're not able, you're not able to see your body as it is. And you get down to dangerous levels and that's where you would definitely need an inpatient type facility and more long-term healing and care. Moving up that spectrum, there are other eating disorders that you might have been living with for years. Like, you know, an, an exercise is a way to mask and cope with low self-esteem, with critical thinking. I know for myself, being an amateur athlete all of my life from my 20s, um, my early 20s, 21, through now being 50 today and, you know, really having at times a conflicted relationship with food and using excess exercise to moderate and balance what I, what I've eaten or say not eating when I might've eaten a lot a night before and had desserts. And then the next day, like restricting what I'm eating and exercising twice in a day. So I've been there. If you're there, I totally know what that feels like. And sometimes you know, it just feels really bad to be judging your body all the time. And I'll see pictures even of myself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're beautiful. What were you thinking that you were overweight? So this, you know, affects so many of us and people just don't know. It can help to just talk about it to a friend, even that you've had this struggle and we tend to be hard on ourselves, especially those of us that really expect excellence that are really striving, that really want to contribute to help others. I know I do that. The other end of that generosity can be some real self criticism of, of oneself. And I have learned to soften. I continue to learn to soften the inner critic, the judge in my head, you know, saying I'm not muscular enough or lean enough. And it's like, Oh my God, Lisa, you're fine as you are. And just to, Allow your body because this actually registers in your central nervous system, the hypervigilance, the hyper alertness 
the brain, your brain is secreting stress hormones as you're having these thoughts and emotions about your own body. And it actually sets up an inner system of imbalance, cortisol being released that actually can cause you to hold on to body fat because it's the brain is sending a message that we're in danger. We need to hold on to our calories and body fat. So it does actually the opposite of what you might be intending for yourself. That's why meditation has been the most powerful tool in my life in the last five years, daily meditation, even for a few minutes of breathing in and out. I visualize breathing in love through my heart space as if it were my mouth. Like my heart is like breathing in love and expelling out love. And as many moments as it takes a few some time to drop into when you're in that harmonious space of your heart, the heart has its own frequency and coherence and vibration and resonance. It can change your central nervous system to take a few minutes to breathe through your heart and bring your body into some calmness and regulation and food. It helps me the best when I take the time to plan what I'm going to eat for the day, for the first part of the week. It's something I enjoy doing. I'll put on music. I'll put on Food Network, which I love to watch, and pour a glass of wine sometime and prepare my food and really delight in that. Because as you know, if you wait till you're so hungry, you're just going to eat anything or you're going to eat the shitty foods that are bad for you and then judge yourself and you might fall into an old pattern of over-exercising or restricting your food and things that just really get us out of whack and disharmony with life and just the way that life loves us and wants to be more harmonious. This body is our vehicle in life. It's definitely true as I've seen death, the death of loved ones from physical life to non-physical life, the death of Jiggy, my cat, from being physical to non-physical. It is a shell, but it's also this beautiful temple that we get to do what we want with. It's an honor and a privilege to be in a body. And as much as you can cultivate a healthy relationship with your body through food is the number one way that we're able to do that. I really encourage you to seek the practices and practitioners that can help you come into greater alignment with yourself and with food. And if you are struggling with an eating disorder, it's time to reach out and speak to someone about it so you're not alone with it. And with that, I'm going to pause. This is just the beginning of journeying into the world uh, and the recovery from eating disorders. I plan to do some more uh, concrete sessions with some more information from research. I just wanted to share this sooner rather than later due to my dear friend who I thought it was a great idea that she asked if I've explored this topic because so many of us, it's touched our lives and I want I want you to be well. I, I want myself to be well. So with that, I send you all my love. You can see in the video or in the outro, I am found at NOLA Therapy, standing for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. All my love. If you have not rated and reviewed uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen, please jump on and give me a five-star rating and written review. It helps so much. Subscribe on YouTube. And I love you. Have a really good afternoon, y'all. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap.
Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness one conversation at a time.